Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of The Kuehl Show. I am your host once again, the insider of the insiders, Tyler Kuehl, back home here in Michigan, and gladly joined here today by a longtime friend here of the show to my right-ish, as you can tell, it's a mirror image, from World Hockey Report, Cody Jansen. Cody, how are you doing today, sir? Oh, what a morning it has been. I mean, I don't need to tell you that, you know, it's crazy times for those who work in sports, but, you know, I was getting ready to do a show this morning and all of a sudden, you know, the news broke. NHL players are, you know, considering postponing. So it's, it's interesting times for sure. It's, you know, it's, it's, um, it's a movement that's really struck everyone. I feel like it doesn't matter if you're a sports fan or not at this point. You know, there, there's definitely conversations and uncomfortable ones at that point that need to be talked about and need to be addressed. And that's, you know, that's the situation we're in. That's why we have the platform. And that's, you know, that's that's why you have a voice. And, you know, it's, it's people like you that are willing to have this conversation. And I, I, I totally respect those who are willing to, you know, boycott their position or not take part in it as like, well. Yeah, if they feel like that's in their best interest. I, I, I totally I've got no, yeah, it's, I mean, there's nothing it's that I can say. It's something that I would really oh, change sorry, go ahead, go ahead. their mind. My apologies. I got all of a sudden I turned on so I could see the chat here on the YouTube. All of a sudden I had two different, two different Cody's talking to me at the same time. And that's why people all of a sudden saw the YouTube looking thing in there. So it got a little funny. I have to get used to doing this video chat. We did it on Monday's show. But I should probably make this very clear as we've kind of already dive in here with Cody Jansen of World Hockey Report. This is not going to be a show where we're going to be talking about what has happened the last few days of the Stanley Cup playoffs. This is not going to be a show that's going to be me talking about, wow, what a great offensive performance the other night by these guys or whatnot and who's leading what series. That will be for this Monday show. For tonight with no hockey coming about now with the NHL announcing not just tonight, Cody, but also tomorrow. This is obviously something that's bigger than the sport of hockey. Exactly. And that's, that's kind of what I was hearing from my sources as well earlier today as we were getting ready for Oilers now was that the, the players had talked about it and the players were saying, you know what, we've got to do this the right way. And they wanted, they wanted to do it thoughtful. They didn't make a brash or rush decision. Lost the words in my head right there. So they didn't rush through this one and they kind of just said, you know, if we're going to make a stand, we want it to be everyone involved. We don't want it to be one game or two teams like the MLB did. Like, they want everyone on the exact same page. And that's that's what they did, right? Where everyone is now going to be essentially boycotting. They're going to postpone everyone's game, like everyone's next upcoming game. And, you know, look to play them on the weekend. That's that's their way of standing together. That's their way of sitting or staying in solidarity, saying, you know what? We, we need to have these conversations. There's bigger things in sports than hockey right now. And I, I think in general, they're going about it the right way. And, you know, it, and because here, the one thing, Cody, is that we've seen, and we saw this during the round robin games and the qualifying round, is how the NHL just isn't up to par with how, you know, with the, with the kneeling during the anthems or the, you know, the, either the fist in the air or something like that. The NHL has always been behind on that, whereas NBA, Major League Baseball, the NFL have always been front runners for that. Is this kind of scenario with the NBA postponing games for, for now for the last two nights and now the NHL, are they now starting to realize, are they starting to become more of an entity to actually stand up whenever, whenever these social injustices come about or these issues come about? Do you think the NHL is making those right strides or is this just 
a kind of a reaction to the backlash that has happened over the last 24 hours. Now, I'm really glad you brought up that narrative. And I mean, this afternoon, we had a great chat with George LaRock. And, you know, one of the, the things that was brought forward was if you look at who plays in the NBA, who plays in the NFL, it's predominantly African-Americans and I mean, American citizens. If you look at the NHL, who is it? Canadians, Europeans, that makes up, I mean, I'm throwing a number out here, but I would say 60 to 70%, if not more of some rosters. So for it's very hard for me to tell someone who grew up in northern Russia, Siberia, Sweden, you know, northern Manitoba, that they should feel the exact same way as someone who's lived and experienced it, where a lot more NBA and NFL players have dealt with racism, have dealt with poverty, have dealt with injustice. And the NHL is definitely not in touch with that because a lot of their players haven't dealt with it. I mean, you played hockey, I played hockey as well, where it's a predominantly white sport. It's predominantly, you know, uh, it takes serious funding to play hockey. There's definitely major costs involved more than playing high school basketball. And you know what, in general, there is a hockey culture where uh, teams stick together a lot more. There's a lot less individualism in the game of hockey, which is why you don't see, I mean, you either see a team in full solidarity or you see, you know, there's really not that much. That's why when only a few players decided to take a knee in the Dallas Vegas game, I was kind of shocked. I was I was very shocked to not see the teammates, you know, stand in support because I feel like that's uh, that's what I expected. That's that's more so what I expected of hockey culture, and that's why I was disappointed. I I think that as a team, you you discuss what you're going to do and you follow through, and that's what they did with the the boycotting of the games today and tomorrow or postponement. Is they talked about it, they had these conversations, and they agreed. They said, you know what, this is a player's decision right now. We're not going to play these next couple of games or a couple of days. Yeah, and, you know, the I guess the unfortunate thing is because obviously, you know, we're you're in the media, you're on Twitter, and I'm, you know, the wife and I, we came back from Denver today, so I'm at the airport just sitting there just scrolling. I'm just, like, waiting for anything, and I'm like, all right, when's it? Because it, it was almost inevitable, and then Elliot Freeman dropped the ball or dropped the bomb, and then Pierre Lebrun confirmed it, and Darren Dreger, all these insiders started coming out and saying, it's not going to happen, at least tonight. And then I saw John Shannon tweet that's probably going to be tomorrow as well, which we've obviously now pretty much 95% confirmed. I have not seen an official statement yet by the league. but They, course, they did release a statement right before we went uh, on air. Of course, while we're having our technical difficulties, of course. <laughs> no, no, no. I just wanted to throw that out there, not to make you sound silly or anything. But oh, they I, I released a statement. I definitely sound silly enough as it is. We don't need any uh, any missed opportunities there. But it, you know, this is something. And I'll be honest, this is something that we've poorly missed out here on this show, here on the Kula Show, here on Twelve Ounce Sports. It's something that, you know, you know, I've said, you know, Black Lives Matter before, but we never really dove into the conversation because we we just don't know. I mean, I mean, you said it. We we've grown up in a predominantly white sport. You know, we I've played with players who are from you know African descent and the really great guys too, but. You know, they were just, you know, the way we treat him in the room, we treat him as just like he was every other guy. Now, obviously, you know, not every every narrative is that same way. And that's why the Hockey Diversity Alliance came about with guys like Dumba, 
Kane and Joe Ward, and of course, you know, George LaRocca, I know, is a big member, a big promoter of that as well. Having that kind of instituted into the game, even during this crazy time, it's so important because now, you know, I mean, now it's going to show, like, hey, there's obviously out, you know, a lot of opportunity out there for not just, you know, you always talk about the anyone can play narrative and the anyone can play initiative. Obviously, making sure you're very inclusive, not just based on, you know, your skin color, showing that, hey, you want to play hockey? Doesn't matter who you are, you can be a member of this team. You're completely correct there. And, you know, it's an uncomfortable conversation. I've used that term many times, but it is. I mean, you know, you're you're hosting this show. I, you know, I get to do it tomorrow morning and, you know, I've been on air all week and it's, they're, they're, they're very uncomfortable conversations for us to have, but without us having these conversations, we'll never move forward. I'll never understand your perspective, your mindset, and I'll never understand anyone else's. I mean, in, in a two hour show today up here, you know, we had five, 600 people texted, giving their thoughts. A lot of it, negative a lot of it you know negative terrible you, you hate to read some of that stuff but there's also a lot of positive comments there's a lot of people saying we appreciate you having this conversation we appreciate you not hiding away from it we appreciate your honesty we appreciate you being straightforward not hiding from any of this and that's that's really our role in media where uh, I feel like we are the voice, and if we aren't the ones to to express ourselves, then what are we and that's that's really why Today, it kind of rubbed me the wrong way when Anson Carter goes and makes those com comments yesterday, and that's his opinion. He is 100% allowed to have a damn opinion. That is, that's his, you know, that's his job. He, there's nothing that says Anson Carter can't have his own opinion because he's not part of this hockey diversity alliance. But for someone like Akeem Alou to then go on social media and start attacking this guy, it makes no sense to me. It really baffles me at a time when we talk about solidarity, when we talk about supporting people, when we talk about being better, being kind. There's there's just some of those things that, you know, they, they it makes me, I, I don't know, just it makes my brain spin of why is that necessary in a world where I think everyone would agree we want to be better. We want to have a better society. We want to be kinder to each other. You know, there's a lot of things that need to change. I 100% agree with that. But there's there's also little things that are so easy, and it's as easy as not sending a tweet, that, that would make a difference. That would make it, you know, feel more inclusive. There's, there's no point in trying to single out one player of African descent, for that matter, who has a different opinion of you. Listen, listen. That's, that's everyone talks about. Listen, listen, listen. And, you know, some people who support the movement still aren't doing that. Right. And, you know, it's it's very funny you mention that because how because I did see Akeem Alou's tweet going after Anson Carter and Anson Carter's comments last night. And, you know, just hearing them like, OK, you see where he's coming from. You know, don't forget, we're talking about MLB just kind of doing singular games of boycotting the Blue Jays yeah. and the Red Sox are not playing tonight. The, and that is because of the Boston Red Sox, the Blue Jays, the team, which obviously is very mixed on race and and everything else, they decided that they would want to still play, but they respected the Boston Red Sox decision to not play. So I think that's where it's kind of like, all right, you know, obviously the Jays, similar to Anson Carter, would want to play, but they respect the fact that the Red Sox, they didn't want to play for obviously good reason. So they accept it. 100%. And so that's why I think that this is kind of, and that's why, 
you know, people at first were all coming out and saying, man, you know, you know, hey, you know, you see him on social media. I, that was the one thing when the first real, right after the the initial riots happened, because we had one big one here in Grand Rapids as well. And the first way, and the way of coming out of everyone posting on social media, and I'm like, okay, that's, that's good. It's a step, but, you know, you keep tweeting it. I mean, the hashtag Black Lives Matter hashtag has probably been one of the most, you know, prominent, always trending hashtags on Twitter. Maybe not Twitter, just, you know, all social media, Facebook, Instagram, what have you. But now, obviously, that's only gone so far with the recent events. So now, obviously, the athletes are taking action. And do you think that this is, I mean, you know, obviously everyone's hoping that this does better and actually gives, you know, maybe a little bit of a push. And then people are like, well, athletes, these guys, oh, these guys aren't going to change it by themselves and whatever. But, but the fact that people are saying that they are willing to stop doing what they are meant to do in order to change, I think that just speaks volumes. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, hit the nail on the head right there, Tyler. Like it's, it's come to the point where, you know, these players are playing in these games under, I mean, there was talks about boycotting, you know, this stuff before and they're, they're playing it under, okay, you know what, play these games and we'll let you get your message out there. We'll put Black Lives Matter on the floor. We'll, you know, put up stuff on the Jumbotron. We'll do that. And these players now, obviously the most recent incident has a huge factor in this. Let's, let's not, you know, deny that. But these players are also saying, what we're doing isn't enough. Our point isn't getting through. We want more. And so who are they going to go after? They're going to go after the, the the ones who have a lot of the money and the power, which is their owners, which is their managers, which they feel. And I mean, I've talked to enough hockey players that play at the National Hockey League level in the past 24 hours. They feel that more could be done and can be done. And that's why a lot of these talks have happened in the NBA just kind of, you know, prove that they want more to happen. And what I give the NBA a ton of credit for is they they kind of gave out uh, a goal, an end goal, and not not a not a complete end goal. They're not just saying, okay, we'll start playing once racism's ended, because that's not realistic. But they said simple start right here. We want all of our arenas to be open up, open for voters. That's or you know the, the, when the elector or when the election comes around, we want that to be open for voters who have been secluded, have been unable to vote in the past. You know, I, I know it's a it's a much bigger, much different challenge in the states where you know where you guys live versus up here in Canada. We're obviously in you know different climates in general, but that's a start, and that's them saying we need this done. We want like you know. We're, we're not going to play until this is done. And I don't know if every single owner and arena has opened up, but at least the ball is going. At least they're saying, yes, we, you know, we, we see your demand and we're going to help you accomplish that. That's a start. That's awesome. That's, that's what I like to see. That's what I, I mean. I feel like everyone likes to see that, right? Is that they're getting something done. Right. That's the point of a protest. In my opinion, that's the right way to go about it. And hey, if it meant that a basketball fan didn't get to watch basketball last night, boo-hoo, give me a break. You know, this this is stuff that's changing the lives of people. This is stuff that's changing the world we live in today. And yes, it sucks. Am I am I happy I'm not gonna get to watch hockey tonight or tomorrow night? No, no, like no one's happy about it. But 
if this leads to serious change in the next couple of days, are you going to be happy about it? Am I going to be happy about it? Your damn rights we are. That's, you know, that's just the human aspect of this. Yeah. And that's, that's, you just spoke volumes right there, Cody, because you know, it's so, it's so incredibly short-sighted to look at it and be like, oh, I just want to watch games tonight. Just get back out on the ice, get back out on the floor, whatever. I'm like, but here's the thing, like Rome wasn't built in the day. We can't just be like, snap our fingers. Everything's going to be wiped clean. I mean, and you know, I'll be honest, Cody, you were a big part. I was, I wasn't even sure if I was going to want to do the show tonight because obviously I can't talk about hockey because that would be out of bad taste. And to be honest, I wasn't like, how do I want to, how do, how do I have this difficult conversation? As you said, the uncomfortable conversation, because it's something we've never dealt with on the show before. You know, we were able to kind of, you know, work our way tastefully, if you will, through the George Floyd and the initial riots and whatnot, because, you know, we had the hockey and we, we mentioned it, but it's to the point now, obviously, where it's affecting everyone. It's not, this is now to the point where, all the major sports that are playing right now, ML, even down to the MLS and everything, this is something that... It, 2020 has just been a crazy year as it is, but this is obviously now we're turning 2020 as this awful negative year to maybe something that we can look back on and say 2020 was a game changer and it ended up doing better. And that's obviously what these players, not just hockey, across the board, that's what they're trying to do here. Exactly. No, that's... I mean, well said to begin with there is... It's an uncomfortable situation. It, it really is. I mean, we're preparing for a show at, you know, 11 o'clock this morning. It's supposed to be on air. And, you know, we had, we had guests back out who, you know, that's that's their choice. Um, I'm not one to say you have to do this or you, you have to do this. It's whatever you feel comfortable with. But I guess, like, you know, they, they back out. So now we got to fill the talk. And, you know, from our perspective in media, you know, we have to be on air from 12 to 2. That's that's our job. That's what we got to follow through with. But it, it, it comes a point in time, and I mean, i got to give kudos to Brendan Escott. He handled it like a true professional. You know, it's, it's, it's working it around of how can we do our part? Is Are we doing our part if we just say, all right, we're not going to do our show today. You guys talk about whatever you want. You know, to discuss it among yourselves. Or are we doing our part if we bring on some, you know, hockey minds? I mean, we know we're lucky enough to, to have a really nice guest list, obviously. But, you know, it's, it's getting the opinions of other people. It's getting the opinions of listeners. I mean, you know, you, you got it through your own channels, you know, whether that's YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Zingo, you know, wherever people are watching and commenting. You never know who's paying attention. Right. But all you can do is hope that you're making a positive impact. You know, none of us are here saying the NHL is making a terrible decision. This is, you know, this is a horrid thing to do. I can't believe they would do this. No, we all want better for the sport. We want better for the players. We want better for the people of America, people of the world in general. We want justice where it's needed, where it's deserved, and we want to find a way forward. We want to make this, you know, earth a better place. And it starts with simple things. It, it starts with making voting more accessible. Open up your rinks to, you know, allow more voters, allow more, you know, people to, you know, come through who might not get that opportunity to vote because of where they live, what type of job they work, what type of vehicle or transportation they have access to. It's little things like that that are steps in the right direction. 
And it's it's an interesting time down here, Cody, because mail-in votes are probably going to be more prominent than ever. And here's the worst part, too. Registering to vote is very almost very difficult because typically what people would do, at least in Michigan, is to go down to the Secretary of State and whatnot. But, you know, people are going to have to find a way to register. And it's it's something that I don't think, you know, this isn't something in my lifetime I've never experienced. And I've talked to folks that are a little bit older than I, I'll say to say the least. And I asked them like, you know, what's this like? And you know, some people are saying like, you know, maybe, maybe the sixties, you know, during the Vietnam war protest. But other than that, I mean, that's, and obviously the civil rights movement of the sixties as well. But I mean, this is for us, this is something brand new and something that, you know, we're trying, you know, we're learning to kind of, I don't say the word deal with, but learning to adapt to, so we can open up our minds so we can be more informed and more educated so we can help not just this generation, not just these group of kids that are growing up, but the future generations here as well. You're exactly right. No, it's really, it's about finding a way forward. And I, I think that is what most people want. Whether, whether you have a mindset of Anson Carter saying, I think that playing is still our best opportunity to be heard whether you're Evander Kane that's saying, hey, you know what? We stand in solidarity with the other pro sports, the NBA players, and we think this is the right thing to do. That's, you know, at the end of the day, as long as you are aiming for progress, aiming for positivity, that's, that's doing your job, in my opinion. That's, that's, that's doing the right thing. I can't hate on someone for that. I can only appreciate them putting their, you know, their big contracts that they've earned. We all know how hard professional athletes work to get to that level. And right now, you know, they're putting their every single penny that they're, you know, scheduled to earn on the line. They're putting their contracts next year on the line. They're putting, they're putting the future of the sport on the line in a sense of TV deals will never be the same. Because of stuff like this, where, where, where stuff is going to be shuffled around and it's an inconvenience. And that's that's their point. They yeah. want to make people think twice before whether it's who they support, how they support or what they support. Yeah, and it's it's going to be and like I said, that's why they're doing this. They may not it may not affect the world and change the world tomorrow when we wake up. It may not do it in a couple of days, but the fact that the initiative has been taken by these athletes to stand up and say, Hey, you know, we're done with this. And obviously there are a few people, a few very high prominent figures that use some other words I can't use here on 12 out sports, <laughs> but there, I mean, you know, a lot of these guys are standing up and speaking out about it and, and you know what, it may not change this year. It may not change next. And, but hopefully that just the idea and the concept of standing up and saying, we won't do our jobs if, you know, if people aren't held accountable for proper justice. I mean, that's that right there. It's, I mean, cause everyone liked, I mean, I, I remember when simply when just to know how important watching sports are to some people. When I, when I remember when the first breakout of COVID happened, I mentioned, Oh yeah, there's going to be no baseball or no March madness, or whatever. And they're just like, how can that be? I need sports or whatever. And yada, yada. I'm like, well, you want sports. You have to change. Now, obviously, COVID and Black Lives Matter are two slightly different things, but the concept is the fact that people want to watch sports. So, obviously, like, hey, if these athletes are willing to risk their jobs because of a cause, maybe then we, as people, should definitely look at that, look in the mirror ourselves, and maybe try to make a change for the better. 
At least that's what, what I would hope would happen. Now, I, t- I totally get your point, but I mean, you, you being an American, Tyler, what do you see being the next step in change? I know I mentioned the arenas because I think that's a big one. That's one of the biggest ones that I've seen. But what else are you hearing or seeing should be changed? Yeah, it's you know it's really it's really interesting because I, I have friends on both sides, friends and family, both sides of the spectrum. I hear their points and I just kind of nod because typically I don't get involved with politics too much. I, you know, That's my fair. and my and my wife, you know, she's very avid of who she's going to vote for this coming fall, and I obviously respect her opinion, but I know some of her aunts and my aunts obviously are on the other side, and I <laughs> and I always respect everyone's opinion. I always hear them out. Heck, I'm on a talk show that I am very opinionated on, yeah. so. If, if people won't listen to me, I guess, I mean, they, they at least would like to listen to my opinion. So I kind of get that as well. But, you know, we were in Denver the past few days and, you know, a lot of our friends, you know, they're very liberal and obviously, and I work, I've worked retail before and I've, and I can say that I've sold firearms before. And let me tell you, those folks are very opinionated as well. So, and the thing is too, is that, you know, with everything going on, it's, you know, everyone's just at this point kind of like, all right, they know that, there needs to be a change, whether it be at the tippy top, whether it be just, you know, local stuff. Everyone right now is trying to figure out their own way to make things better. And obviously come the election time, it'll obviously be the very, be prob- it's probably going to be one of the biggest elections that I have seen in my entire life. And that goes, and that's going over the election of Barack Obama, the first African-American president. And that obviously speaks volumes just because of how everything has gone on. I mean, you would think, man, if Barack Obama ran these days, who knows what would happen. But um, man, diving a little bit too much into politics, Tyler is here on the Keel Show here on 12 Hours No, Sports. no, but it, it, it should be, Tyler. Like, I, I wanted to get your opinion on it. And, I mean, I, a lot of people are making it more political than I guess I expected, honestly. Like, I mean, being a Canadian, we've got our own issues up here. But, like, it's, it's, it's interesting to hear. And I've heard multiple people. I mean, honestly, I've just been indulging i don't know that's a proper word for listening to stuff but like i've watched so many interviews and everything over the past 12 hours i i want to learn i want to know what people think and a lot of people are bringing it back to politics and in my opinion is is it a political issue that maybe there's some that there's you know police brutality or racism going on is that a judicial system issue is that something where police need better training? Is that something where, you know, something else needs to be done or fixed? I, I, I don't know. I don't have the answers. You don't have the answers. None of us have a perfect solution here. But it is interesting for, for you know, to hear that some people think, oh, well, you know what? If maybe it comes down to election time and, say, Trump gets out, Biden gets in, or vice versa, that something's going to change. And from my perspective, is one person being behind a mic going to change. And I know that the president of the United States has a ton of saying things, but I think that this needs to start from the ground up. And I think that's what athletes are asking for. I think they're saying to their billionaire, millionaire, trillionaire owners, figure it out. Use your voice. You're the one paying millions and millions in tax dollars to these people. Usually, you know, some sort of local government which, you know, that kind of all trickles down to the judicial system, if I understand correctly. They want people held accountable. They want, you know, they want proper training. You know, I I just think that there's so many things that 
are, are, are playing a part in this and it's opening up that conversation, which I, I really do love and enjoy. I, I enjoy seeing people being able to have an open conversation, whether it is about politics and what do they think needs to be changed or whether it's about athletes and our athletes using their platform properly. That's, that's what this has led us to in the past 24 hours. Yeah, and we obviously we hope that this does change for the better. Obviously, like we said, no hockey tonight. I was ready to do my schmeal, getting ready for the two games we're going to have on tap and then a few more tomorrow. Obviously, no games tonight, no games tomorrow. As far as we know here on the Kula Show, and I think, Cody, you can oblige this as well, all, all four series will be playing on Saturday. So maybe we'll have some afternoon hockey again. I've been missing that for the last couple of days, but obviously we'll get back to maybe some normal here soon. But... Obviously, there are more things more important, Cody, and obviously that's why we had you on today because you know we wanted to get this out. Obviously, we didn't go the full hour here on the Kuehl Show here, a quick shift edition, but we we uh, pretty we were pretty well certain we weren't going to go the full hour. We just felt like it was our duty to at least come out and at least continue the conversation because you know we may not be the world changers, but if our voice, you know, if here Cody's voice, my voice, if we can do something for the better, I guess that's really, that's all we can do, and hopefully it helps out. Exactly. No, I appreciate you letting me, you know, come on the show, use your platform and, and essentially, I mean, to give my opinion because I don't have all the answers. We don't have all the answers, but what we can do, we can listen, we can support, we can understand and, you know, be kind, try and make this place a better world. I mean, be, you know, be nice, be understanding. It's the little things that are really going to go a long way here. I definitely concur with that. Cody Jansen of World Hockey Report. Catch him tomorrow here on 12 Ounce Sports, whether you're watching on on I almost say I always almost want to say Instagram every time, but it's not Instagram. It's Twitter, <laughs> it's YouTube, it's Facebook, and Zingo TV channel seven six one. Use the promo code twelve ounce to get on there. Of course, today's episode I forgot to mention is brought to you by our good friends at mybookie.ag down here to our left. Go on there, sign up for free using the promo code twelve ounce sports. Win and get paid. And second string leather company up here to my left. Left. Well, I'm pointing to my left, but I forgot to mirror here. Second string leather company, hashtag crafted from the crease. Cody, thank you once again. We'll be back on Monday. We'll be talking about hockey. We hope so. Alex will be back here in studio for another edition of the Kuehl Show. Thank you once again to Cody Jansen. Catch him tomorrow. For the rest of you, we will see you all. Have a great weekend, and be safe out there, and be kind.